Last week, we talked about words and worship uh, with our kids, Mm. uh, words that are shared, words that are seen, and worship and how it reflects kind of where we are as a home, what what we're beholding or who we're beholding uh, within our household. And so we're going to kind of continue that conversation. And the way it looks like today is we're going to focus on more of the parenting and discipleship piece. We have three tenets. Kids are a blessing, family's God's idea, and all parenting is discipleship. But we're going to focus on this discipleship piece of how we can equip and sort of send out our children Mm. uh, with purpose and knowing who they are. But also as mom and dad, when, you know, we're being sent out to work or whatever it is, that's anything that's taking us outside of the home. Um, how we can all be connected within that purpose. So today we're going to explore the many ways that we can do this. Mm. We will see you on the other side. This is Fierce Parenting. Where we believe that kids are a blessing. Family is God's idea. And everything about parenting is discipleship. So leave the blame, shame, could-ofs, and should-ofs at the door and join us for gospel-centered conversations. Welcome to Fierce Parenting. Oh, if our dear listeners knew how many takes how dare you. these things took. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mister, I'm just showing up today. <laughs> thank, thank the Lord for a very capable wife, <laughs> a very capable mother, a fierce parent <laughs> by my side, helping me be a fierce parent myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I think I just, I need some caffeine today. I, I just chugged a bunch of coffee. Oh, good. So it'll hit you right when we're done recording. <laughs> chugged it. <laughs> I'm supposed to go get a workout in after this, oh, so we'll see. you being productive. Well, thank you to our early reviewers and yeah. listeners. We are getting the word out about this Fierce Parenting Podcast, and we're excited about what the Lord mm-hmm. is doing and has already done uh, and what this space, the conversations that it's going to facilitate in the future. So, so we hit a milestone, actually. So. 20,000 oh. downloads. Oh, wow. I thought you said it was only 1,000, which is a lot still. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to sound ungrateful. Yeah. What? You get downloads <laughs> you then. Get downloads then. <laughs> you make the downloads happen. <laughs> no, we're excited. So That's awesome. Yeah. About, Praise I think God. each episode is getting right around and it's growing between 1,200 and 1,500 uh, listeners, which wow. it's not. it's a fraction of our marriage side of things, which we knew that. Um, the parenting space is, is fairly saturated on the podcast side of things but anyway uh listener you get to be part of that so thank you Mm. we hope that this these we hope a few things the main thing that we hope for the fierce parenting podcast is that you would just feel enlivened and equipped to live as a parent on mission and that you would and you do so and we would just encourage you with that on a weekly basis we also hope to bring some new perspective to things um just our own perspective we're also going to bring in you know other people other voices and we hope to um, help you think through things a little bit more biblically, because sometimes in the parenting space, it can just be riddled with how to's and points, uh, uh, you know, tips and tricks and yeah, things, pointers, I, I was going to say, <laughs> things, that, things that you can do, right? And I think we're more concerned with the types of people we are becoming. Mm. And that's where we're going to kind of hang our hat, at least for the near, near term and probably for a very long time. So yeah, thanks for the early reviewers. That was a long... <laughs> Join the movement. Follow, subscribe, share, do all the things. If you want to be a, if you want to support uh, this podcast, you can go to 
fearsparenting.com slash partner. Do it. And there's all different ways you can share. And we're hopefully going to be releasing more videos in there and kind of getting your opinions on some things. Here's so. the thing. If you join the Fierce Parenting patron community, hmm. you will get nothing. <laughs> <You're> terrible. <laughs> we, we, we are building that out. You might get some, out. some perks. You might get some perks oh, in you the will. future. You, you will. will. But just not right away. <laughs> How dare you? Not for an unforeseen amount of time. Uh, don't, don't. It's not about that. It's about being on mission. And we are thrilled to have anyone who fills that call. So. They hate being titillated. Yes. <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> All right. Continuing our conversation about words and worship within the home. Mm. Uh, how are we sending each other out? Sending our kids out? Are we just throwing them on the bus saying good luck or just bye, love you, that's it? Uh, because... Again, I think these moments are missed opportunities mm. for us to get our kids on mission. And we talked about, I think, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Of, Those missional moments. Yeah. Yeah. The missional yeah. moments of loving God, loving each other, uh, and how we can love others outside the home. So that's kind of where this conversation is going to land is more kind of outside the home and how we can be sending each other out. So we have, mm. like I said, the three tenants not going to repeat them because Ryan thinks I repeat them. I think too much. <laughs> I really like them. But fine. Go ahead. I know you want to do it. <laughs> Kids are a blessing. You came up with them. Family is God's idea and all parenting is discipleship. Which the means Bible came up with them. Every day. <laughs> and I just. The Bible. I, I just drew them out. God of came up with them. Okay. Okay. Well. Every. Potato, potato. <laughs> Okay. The beginning was the word. Every day. We talked about that last week. Every day we have the opportunity to live these truths out uh, with mm. our kids and how it looks in terms of how we can send one another out. Uh, is There's tangible ways, but again, like you said, the purpose and the why has to kind of come to surface before we can go into the why. So uh, let's just get this. Let's just talk about this 900-pound gorilla in the room. <laughs> Carol. Jan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, okay, so there, okay, I'm going to, I don't mean to be inflammatory, but we're just, let's just talk, okay, okay, for just a moment. When it comes to educating our kids. Yes. Okay. Oh, boy. The, oh, boy. That's right. <laughs> As many of you know, we've made a decision overtly to home educate our children, and that is largely a function of the way the school system Yeah, but it's is. not entirely. We had some strong convictions yes. prior to any of things that have happened in the recent past with the education system here in Washington. But, but but this big kind of gorilla, this elephant in the room, if you will. <laughs> mixing Carol, analogies now. Jan. Carol. It's Carol, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Um, uh, that's an office quote. If you're not familiar with the office, we quote them a lot. We do it on the Pierce Marriage side a lot. We haven't done it on the parenting side as much, so here we are. There you are. So anyway, um, this kind of elephant in the room of this schooling, sending your kids out conversation is can we or should we send our children out at a young age to be a light in Public school. Yeah. (laughs) Can we do that as faithful believers? And, you know, without being overly dogmatic, because it's going to be from, you know, family to family, situation to situation, I can't see a way that we can, in faithfulness, say to our eight-year-old daughter, go be a light in this place, because I feel like her light will so easily be snuffed out because she's just not ready. Mm-hmm. She's just not ready, and she's going to be too much. There's going to be far more impressed upon her than she would be impressing upon others at the age that she is at. I feel like 
I can't even do that as an adult. <laughs> well, because <laughs> there's know, a point at which no like, one cares what you think, right? Because you're you're going your to the workplace and, and, right, and all that, and right. they're hostile toward your uh, the They've very worldview we hold dear, right? Right. Not in in some cases violence, but in many cases no violence, but just right. it's ideological hostility. And so the question is, and we talk about the sending our kids out and having this conversation be around discipleship. What is where do we draw that line? So mm. if a, if we're saying okay, our home is a place, it's an outpost for the soldiers of Christ. We are now sending little Johnny. Remember our fictitious son. <laughs> I've grown to love him. I'm teaching him all the tools of the trade right now. <laughs> Taking him fishing next weekend. It'll be great. Um, our fictitious son Johnny. Say so, hey Johnny. Now is your your school year starting up? Go be a light. Mm. All right. And what is happening to Johnny at, while he's at school? He's maybe taking the bus. Kids have smartphones. They're looking at who knows what. They're talking to who knows who. They're doing who knows what on social media. In the science textbooks, they're teaching them all sorts of things that are theories, not fact necessarily. They're as if it's true. They're anthropologically, they're teaching them things from a sociological standpoint. They're learning all these things. Can they be a light in that place? Can Mm -hmm. Johnny be a light there? Especially when, if Johnny says, no, I believe God created the heavens and the earth. They say, well, you're an idiot, Johnny. <laughs> because that's not science. I'm, being, I'm using brash language, but what do you think? <laughs> I thought you were going to answer all this. <laughs> well, I'm, the thoughts that are going through my head are like, oh, you, so you're not putting your kid out there because you're afraid of them being, you know kind of overcome and i mean yeah that's one thing as a parent i don't want my kid to just be like run over um but stuff like this happens even within the homeschooling system and education as well and communities and whatnot and so we're not immune to this type of you know everybody some people have different beliefs because you're gonna that's just the world we live in but here's the The, thing and i don't want people to think that we just will you you shelter your children so they don't have to answer hard questions they don't have to have cognitive dissonance right (laughs) that's not what we're saying because the lord knows like we have we're working on a whole um kind of plan for doctrine discipleship doxology what we call defense so that's the apologetics piece and Mm -hmm teaching our children what it means to have a winsome defense of their gospel that we believe is factually true and valid and like useful for the saving of souls, Mm -hmm. but also dissidents. How do they resist culture Mm. in a way that's not just inflammatory, but a way that's uh, faithful, faithful to not let culture sway them, but instead to resist, to fight the tide. So we're not here saying shelter your children. What I'm saying is there are seasons and times for these things. And an eight-year-old girl is not ready to go out and do and have a winsome defense of the gospel. She doesn't have the cognitive abilities yet. Mm-hmm. And so that's a question. It's okay. When we say sending our children out, it doesn't mean just anywhere. I think there's wisdom and all of parenting is discipleship, right? So when we say, Della, our oldest, you are being sent now to your piano lesson. Now go and play unto the glory of the Lord. That is sending her. You're going to go uh, to school, the co-op that we do um, on Wednesdays go and be kind and stick up for anyone who is getting picked on and mm-hmm. and she kind. does she does yeah. i witness these things and again not i want to just harp on this chord because I, f- I do feel like it is you know it's there's always these two sort of you're either sheltering your kids and what about their social you know their social life basically and i would 
that has just fallen off me. Those fears and beliefs have crumbled to the ground by the grace of God. Yeah. How are they going to be socialized? Because I don't want my kids to be socialized at a public school and I don't want them to learn and be distracted by the things of this world. I want them to know who God is. We do not shy away from hard conversations at home. We talk about history. We talk about war. We talk about death. We talk about authority. We talk about resistance to authority and what that looks like so there i mean if you want to talk about hard truths and hard things that happen like we have those conversations Mm -hmm. but we have them through a biblical lens and i think that it is important for us to not only model that but to learn that and to teach them and equip them as they become adults as they become aware and are just physically and developmentally able to have more of these conversations, this whole, Mm -hmm. we are educating our children to know God and to make him known. That is ultimately our goal for why we're educating them at home. We look at Matthew 28, the great commission. Yes. Uh, This is after the, you know, Jesus raises from the dead. I hate glossing over all of this, but we don't have time. Verse 18. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Wait, 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 wait. Pause. (laughs) I love that. How grounding is that when he says, listen, all of this, I love in the scriptures when it says, and every knee will bow. It doesn't matter if you believe or not. Like every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess Mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ is Lord. Like it just has to be done. Mm -hmm. It has to be done. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given unto him. So he's saying, listen, I'm the guy. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, what to go do. Now, now what? What does he say? Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always mm. to the end of the age. So he gives us the task. He says, first, all of authority has been given to me. Go, I'm giving you, I'm empowering you, the Holy Spirit. Go, therefore, now, out of, out of Christ living in us, go, therefore, and observe, mm. teach, command, do all that I have commanded you to do. And behold, you're not doing this alone. I'm with you till the end of the age. We have, we have nothing to fear by teaching yeah. our children these things and, and taking heed of this great commission. There, there's, they can't fail, right? Like all authority has been given to us. And so we can. Well, I mean, they define fail on an eternal level they can't fail. I mean, they can go right. to school. Their salvation have, is secure, you know, and but they can go to school and be exposed to things. I mean, even in our homeschool, homeschool community, people are people, guys. Sinners are everywhere. <laughs> right. So you're not, it's not a matter of protection as much as I think it is uh, the choice mm-hmm. to help our kids thrive uh, and become better warriors and yeah. People for Christ. I can't even think of the word. <laughs> Representatives. There it is. For There's a baby crying. If you can't hear it, there's a baby crying in the background right now. A little distracting for this mama. I think. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so the question here is we're we're saying, okay, we've talked about the home. We've set that as our foundation. Now we're sending out, now specifically from the parenting side, we talked about sending one another. Mom and dad, husband and wife, that's on the Fierce Marriage side, that podcast. Go check that out because these series do coincide more or less. Now we're talking about, as parents, how do we prepare our hearts for making disciples 
and telling them, you now go make disciples. And I think the argument that I'm trying to make or that we're trying to make here is there is a progression of this, of, of this, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus spent three years discipling these men. Right. Bef- and he did send them at one point, you know, prior to this, but he spent three years training them and these are grown men. And he said to them, grown men, go make mm-hmm. disciples, baptizing them. So I just think there is wisdom to be exercised around what it means to send. And we can't be sending our children into places where they are not yet prepared mm-hmm. to be sent. Absolutely. So let's talk about sending out as children can send out their parents, right? And have that sort of conversation. And then we can, again, revisit this idea of being sent out. And I think hmm. with kids, it's just anywhere being sent outside of the home. So like you said, we do piano lessons, we have community days, we have church, wherever you go as a child, right? You're telling your kid, wherever you go, like, I love Mm. you. God loves you. He has a plan for you today. I know you might be struggling with maybe a friendship or you're struggling with having to, you know, do a show and tell and you're scared and you don't want to do that, right? But how can we share Jesus? How can we model Jesus for our friends in these little opportunities that we mm. see throughout our day? Uh, so first of all, mm. the Great Commission lays out our why, right? We are called as believers to do this, mom and dad. Now, children, how are we training our how, parents? How are we training our children in this idea of being sent out and why are they being sent out mm. and how? Uh, it's it's a it's a function of discipleship, right? We're teaching and training them in these ways. Uh, when gloss dad over goes that a lot though, to okay, because we have to know our children well, for sure. And, and if, we, if we don't know them on a, on a very uh, personal level, emotionally, we know their maturity, we know their intellectual maturity, we know right. their spiritual maturity. Then the discipleship, we won't know what the right discipleship decision is when it comes to sending. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a high schooler who is maybe ready to go into the high school because they've, they've expressed, I don't know, whatever that level of maturity, they've shown it, they've mm-hmm. proven that they are ready. And depending on the context, I know uh, we have some friends who they have, they have sons who are seniors in high school in Texas, and it's a very different senior high school experience than it would be where we live. Mm-hmm. And they're faithful believers. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have, that's what you said. We have to disciple our kids. You have to know your kids intimately when it comes to their Making those decisions. They're, yeah, their yeah. spiritual maturity, emotional maturity, intellectual maturity. And then you can step into this. You know, we, we tend to think through, you know, young kids. Uh, the lens of having, lens young, of having children, young kids. Yeah. Because that's just where we're at in life. But anyway, I jumped in. Sorry. It's all right. So as a family, um, as a wife, and as parents having children, when one of us, when one of the parents is leaving for maybe a work trip or... I don't know what a retreat or something like there's some reason that mom and dad have to, mom and or dad has to leave the home as parents. We can frame this conversation in a way that I think is God glorifying and also mm-hmm. brings children up to this. Hey, we are sending out your dad. Say it's a work trip, right? We are sending dad out to work uh, because God has given him this work. He he's not just going on his own and we're saying bye dad, but he's, he's a part of our family. So our family is going with him. We are praying things over him. You know, there's three ways of how we can kind of send out dad and we'll use dad as the example here. We can pray for him. We can pray that when he leaves, he'll be protected. And while he's gone, we can pray that, uh, there will be opportunities for him to share Jesus with others around him. 
Mm-hmm. We can pray that he would be able to model the love that he has for his family to other people. And I mean that in in mm. how he loves mom and how he loves you. I pray that there would be a way that others would see that love of, how, mm. wow, he sure is dedicated to his family. Wow, he sure speaks highly of his wife. Uh, it, that is a way that others can see Christ. In John thirteen thirty five. it says, you know, they will know you by your love for one another. This is the new commandment of to love one another as Christ has loved us. Uh, it's a mark of a, a life of a believer. So as we're talking through this, I'm thinking how, again, as parents, we can be pre- preparing. I know we're talking about sending a, a spouse. And I, I know we talked about that at length on the marriage side, but I'm thinking through, that's a daily occurrence almost mm-hmm. for many families, ascending yeah. of an adult spouse. Right. Okay whether it's one or both of the spouses going out into the community and, and doing whatever God has called them to put their hands to do, to work too. It's perfect English. <laughs> but when it comes to our parenting, that's not necessarily a, da- a daily occurrence, but mm. maybe it's more of a building up. So mm-hmm. we're raising and discipling up these young believers, these young men and women of God, and they, they get to a certain age, 15, 16, 17, 18, to where they are now being geared up, being equipped to now be sent mm. out. And so each one of these three things apply in that scenario as well. And as parents, we have to discern. We have to diligently train them up, teach mm-hmm. them the things of the Lord. And then we have to entrust them into the loving care of our Heavenly Father and mm. say, okay, we are now sending our child into mm adulthood mm-hmm. okay or into co- off to college or into the workplace or into the mission field whatever mm-hmm. that thing is so let's talk through these three really quick we're short on time but we pray over over our children yeah. right yeah and you said that we're praying over a spouse but pray over our children mm-hmm. okay and that's not just a once and done thing it's an ongoing thing their entire lives but then it continues on once they're out of the home right uh, and then verbal encouragement. So constantly being that reminder to them, like what you're doing is not just empty, you know, work, school. It's full of meaning. Why? Because our God himself has said, do whatever you do, do it unto the Lord as if unto God mm-hmm. and not unto men. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that verbal encouragement mm-hmm. that only parents and only moms and dads have that specific frequency they can speak to their child right. and no matter and i've heard parents say this we don't have children that are out of the house yet but i've heard many parents say this is no matter how your kids are projecting how you think they're receiving it they always want to hear the mm. encouragement of their parents they always want to hear that their parents are proud of them mm-hmm. they always want to you know even if they don't reciprocate they want to hear that encourage right. that encouragement that's consistently especially verbally right um and then Writing it down. Mm-hmm. That was the third one that you had down. How could that apply in this scenario? Just writing them a simple note for younger kids, maybe, you know, when they're away from you, you know, writing a little post-it somewhere, like on their piano books or in their lunch. Or Did you get n- notes in your lunch? No. Older kids. Oh. <laughs> um, you did, I'll write though. you some I, notes. <laughs> in my lunch, thanks. Uh, older kids, send them out, you know, send a text post it in their bathroom yeah. i may have gotten some but it was i don't yeah it's not a it's not a bash on my mom or anything it just it just was not a part of our day um older kids you know post a note in the bathroom or send mm. them a random text just figure out a way to connect with them and say hey i'm praying for you i love you 
I know you might be struggling with something or just, you know, just that encouragement. I'm proud of you. I love you. I see mm. you. God has a purpose for you today. And I'm, and I'm excited to hear yeah. about what happens in your day. So I would, I would add to that, this notion of milestones, markers, and like rites of passage. Mm-hmm. So our daughter's about to turn eight. I, I said to you a couple nights ago, I feel like this is a milestone <laughs> age. I feel like she's going from being I guess, a young I, I, girl I, to a young lady. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong in that. I feel like you're just a little early. I think we okay. jumped the well, gun we, on these her things. Her birthday has yet to come, so she's, we'll see. Yes, but it is every milestone. There is always a milestone. I think the bigger ones are like, you know, the double digits, the teenage years, the preteens, all that kind of stuff. But there's a difference. There's a shift happening, and it's obvious. Okay, so here's one example. We got them a Bible. Right. We got our Bible and we write in it and we wrote in the Bible. This is God's word. We pray that it's formative for you, that you value it, you cherish it, that it changes your heart, that it bears weight in the best ways on your life. Uh, That's kind of what I thought of when you said, write, write it down. Mm. Right. Because remember, we're sending, we're saying you're always more holier than I am, (laughs) I'm more holier than you. (laughs) And you think of the more creative (laughs) ways. This is, this is expressly not true you're you're (laughs) definitely holier than i am (laughs) whenever you pray for sunshine we have sunshine so i'm just saying the lord hears your sunshine (laughs) so write it down i I think we can be creative in that but the point is to kind of commemorate the key moments Mm -hmm. i think of a child's life or of their day Mm -hmm. and saying this is not just a throwaway moment we talked Mm -hmm. about this those missional moments this is a holy moment embrace it and you're being sent now this is something that god is going to use you use in you in your life to to affect change according to his will type of thing so anyway um yeah i would just say be encouraged you know god made you their parent god is sanctifying you through them god is sanctifying them through you (laughs) embrace this challenge you get to have of loving your children well and teaching them the deeper purposes of their coming and going and ultimately when they they leave the home that they will be ambassadors for Christ. They will be image bearers uh, of him and remind them that we are not just dividing and conquering as a family. We're not just dividing. We're not distracted. We're not in all different rooms like those D's. We are, we are a family unit. God has brought us together in unity and we get to exercise and practice repenting to one another and loving one another and sending one another out, blessing one another, welcoming each other in, hugging them, feeding them, showing hospitality as people, as our family members come in. Mm. I think these are just rich reminders to us as parents that we, we get this privilege to, to say these things, to communicate with our children in such a way that can, God can really do a work in their hearts. And this is maybe a reminder. If you have young kids Mm. that now's the time to begin gearing up for that and trusting them into God's care, right? We are called to teach to train we, we, we give them the knowledge but then we train them in what it means like here's the analogy is driving a car this is a steering wheel that's one thing to teach and that's a steering wheel training teaches them how to actually use the steering wheel mm-hmm. now entrusting them into god's care is to say now you go drive without you <laughs> you go drive okay and that's scary it's terrifying right and especially on a life scale you're saying go yeah. i'm entrusting you into the lord's care follow him go do what i taught you to do uh and so but to try and do all the teaching and training in the last year before they leave. God is gracious, but <laughs> he calls us to do that their entire lives. Mm. And so this is just a reminder to wherever you are and yeah. the encouragement. Yeah. Now, now is the time to start and, and don't, 
don't uh, lose heart in that. If, if you, even if you felt like you lost some time, just start today and mm-hmm. trust that Lord, that the Lord will make your work fruitful in, in your child's life. All right. Let me pray. Lord, I pray for the parents listening to this. I pray that they are um, uh, encouraged, Lord, that you have called them um, to send their children out um, for your glory. God, I pray that you would give them wisdom for the timing of that, for how to teach and train, and then to entrust them into your care as they prepare to send their child out. I pray that they would not despair on any level, nor would they, uh, nor do you allow them to forget this reality that every moment with them is sacred in a sense, and that you are using every moment, and you can use every moment um, to help them train up their children in the way they should go, so that when they are old, they will not depart from it, even when they're out of the house. So Lord, we love you. Thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, this episode of the Fierce Parenting Podcast is... In the camp. We'll see you again in about seven days. So until then... Stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Parenting Podcast. For more resources, visit fierceparenting.com. And for daily encouragement, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you'd like to support this ministry, please leave a rating or a review in your podcast app or visit patreon.com slash fierceparenting to become a monthly partner. We hope this episode has blessed you immensely. Take care.